Welcome to Spirit and Truth Podcast. This is Sarah Koppel. I'm the pastor's wife here at Spirit and Truth Worship Center. And we are coming upon the Christmas season swiftly. For some reason, it feels like once we get to December, I don't care how well I've prepared, thoughts that I put into my planning in advance, finishing things up from the following the previous year and getting ready for a new year. I can feel like I'm so prepared, but once December comes, it flies by so fast that I'm just amazed every season how quickly these holidays come on us and already a new year within a few weeks that we're going to be facing. And I always feel like I leave a few things undone. I'm like, wow, I'm not ready. I haven't done everything I wanted to do. But nonetheless, all of these days come fast and swiftly and new years come and go. And I just want to encourage you today to be present in the moment, to enjoy the simple things, the little moments that come to us. And I realize that when we come up on a holiday, everybody has a unique experience with special days. Each person has different things that they've gone through in their life or even what they've gone through recently that can affect how they feel. Today, it's a really rainy day here in California. It is pouring rain and it just makes you feel like staying in the house and not getting out and the uh, events and some appointments that I've had today, it's been really difficult to want to get out because back in the Midwest, they may have um, snow days and tornado days, but in California, a rainy day for us is a winter day. That's a day that we want to hibernate. And I just want to encourage everyone that maybe feels a little blue. We've heard about, I'll have a blue Christmas or people that have the blues during Christmas to realize that you're not alone. We come into this season and we want to spread joy and we want to honor Christ and we want to honor that he came to this world. And so we plan parties with our staff and parties with our friends. And then there's this this feeling that gives way to a rise of anxiety and stress and maybe even sadness. Right in the middle of the parties and right in the middle of the excitement, there can be this little bit of sadness that comes, Christians included. We're not exempt. Even when you're walking a Christian life, there can be some feelings of just anxiety and stress. And some people don't enjoy all the preparations. It feels like a lot. I remember as a young mother, I felt like we moved 2,000 miles away from my family. And I was used to being the baby in a big family of 20, 30 people in my mother's house. I was the last one responsible for the meal. I was the last one responsible for wrapping the gifts. I could wrap my little gifts however I wanted to, but the pressure wasn't on. But now as an adult, when I had kids here by myself, I was responsible to do the shopping for the food, to cook the food, to set the food out, to do the Christmas cards, to buy the gifts and wrap the gifts and plan to have the little ceremony where all of us you know, gave our feelings about how thankful we were for Christ to come. And it just felt so overwhelming that sometimes around Christmas, I just felt like having a good cry because as a young mom, it just felt like a lot of stress and it felt like a lot of pressure. And I had to, I don't know that I'm good at it, but I had to get to the place where I gave myself some grace. That I had to give myself just, you know what, there's no way that one mom can do what all the aunts and grandmas and sisters, older sisters and all the ladies, 20 ladies that pitched in together in my childhood memories 
everybody did their part to just me being able to do everything, every memory I have that every one of those ladies did, that's not possible for me to achieve that type of event. And being a perfectionist, I felt let down because I wanted to give my kid the same memories I had. And that wasn't possible for one person to do. We live in a fallen world. And there's a lot of things that threaten our peace right now with this pandemic, with the world, just the chaos in the world and uneasiness and and people that seem to be in a spirit of unrest upon the earth. And Christmas can feel shaky as we face political pressure, as we face the things going on in the world, let alone our own personal things going on within ourselves and within our family. So during this time, you can feel maybe an absence of love. When I always miss my parents, when it comes to a holiday, everybody can be having a great time. I can be in a loud room with lots of talk and laughter and a little bit of sadness will be in my heart, a little bit of teariness for the people who are no longer here that I'm missing, the people that made my holiday so special. Even in the middle of noise and all the things going on, the lights and the parties and the musicals, you can feel lonely in a crowd. It's it's normal. You're not unique. You're not alone. Um, there's difficult family dynamics. Not all families have peace. Not all families get along well. There's the unrealistic expectations, like I just mentioned for myself, me trying to keep up with what a bunch of people pitched in and did in my childhood to me trying to do every memory and tradition that I remembered by myself. That's unrealistic for me to put on myself. The money, the guilt you feel spending the money, I feel guilty. And yet you get into this American dream of what Christmas is supposed to be. And we have to get off of the expectations that aren't realistic for us as an individual. Comparison, looking what other people are taking ski trips or they do something that maybe to you looks exciting. And we have FOMO, fear of missing out. Oh my word, look what they're doing. Or just sheer exhaustion. A lot of people are doing the end of year at work and then they're still trying to put on their Christmas and they have a packed schedule because their their boss is trying to finish a, a thousand things before the end of the year. And then at the same time, you have expectations for your family. Um, just the seasonal affective disorder. There's growing up in the snow belt, we had a lack of sunshine and people will be really blue this time of year just because of the season. So just take into effect all of these different factors and then come back to the real, real meaning of Christmas. In the middle of all of the emotions that you have going on, grief, hurt, family dissension, uncertainty, loneliness, feeling left out, there's a lot of things that can be happening. But how about if we come back, start reading the book of Luke and start reading about the birth of Christ and the profound truth of Emmanuel, God with us, you can take the steps to reclaim your peace, to come back to center, to come back to the balance in yourself, to restore the true Christmas spirit. The real meaning of Christmas is just being more thoughtful of others, of just being in the spirit and the presence of the Lord and being thankful that you know who Jesus is, that you know that he came to save you. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. He came here into an imperfect world Remember what matters most. It's the Christ story. It's the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the nativity. No family is perfect. The reality rarely lives up to our expectations of what we want, what we expect in family events and family dynamics. 
so focus on talking about what Christmas, what the most meaningful, meaningful things are to you. What are those things closest to your heart? Think about the things that you're thankful for. Think about a new year coming and how can you be closer to the Lord? Celebrate in a really simple way that is real and genuine and not pressured and not forced. And relax. Let some things go. If some things aren't working for you, don't keep doing them. I planned a little outing. I like to cook. I cook big meals. I can't cook for two people. I don't care if it's my husband, myself. I still have to cook as if I have a full table full of people. So we're going to go out to eat one of our meals, one of our holiday meals, and just enjoy a meal out. It's not the worst thing I've ever done. Everybody might prefer a home-cooked meal. But for me, I just feel like my kids are grown up. They're going to be at this house, that house. And instead of me trying to cook, I'm just going to enjoy a little rest. So let go of things that aren't working. You don't have to do the same thing every year. Simplify. You don't have to buy presents for everyone. Our kids are drawing names for one other person. Everybody's money is tight. They're young couples. They're young startups. They're trying to find their way in life. There's no need to go and feel pressured to buy a certain something. Do something easy. Connect with families. Do a favor. Make something. Make cards. I love homemade cards the best. I just love that. It means so much to me. Connect with friends and family and play games. Play board games. It's not about appearances. It's not about having to dress a certain way or bring a certain gift. Simplicity isn't being lazy. It's being sincere of heart. It's being authentic to what really works for you and not doing anything that that makes you feel like you're stretching beyond what emotionally is healthy for you, what's mentally healthy for you. And Christmas is an everyday thing. There's no need to impress on one day. We know that Jesus came for every day of the year. 365 days of the year, we celebrate the birth of Christ. Be sure to take care of yourself. Just be sure that during this time that you're getting your rest, that you're being light on yourself, that you're not giving in to the sadness or unhealthiness, that you do something that you enjoy, that you call a friend and just have fun with someone. Invite If you feel lonely, like me, I was used to having a big house full of people. There's people that would love to have an invitation just to come and play table games. You don't have to perform. You don't have to cook a big meal. Just have people over and just enjoy time with other people. When you take care of yourself, be sure you're still eating healthy. You can enjoy some treats, but try to eat healthy meals and get enough sleep. Keep in mind that there's a difference between holiday blues and the seasonal affect disorder, which is called SAD. It's a type of depression that is caused by the change of seasons. If Christmas and the after holiday blahs pass and you're still feeling depressed or anxious, go see your doctor. So self-care isn't selfish. Self-care is so important. Let's go back through the first part we talked about. Remember what this is all about, how to restore the Christmas spirit, number one. Remember, it's about Jesus. Have a place sitting at your table for Jesus. Tell your kids the Christ story. Take time to read that before you tear into some gifts, before you just run through this occasion so quickly. Simplify, number two, what you do. Make it simple. Cut things back that you used to do. Don't try to do everything everybody's doing. Make it simple. Number three, take care of yourself. Be sure that you are taking care of yourself and tap in what you're feeling. I, I went ahead and just identified it. I told my kids, I said, kids, I love you all. You're lots of fun. But just to let you know, I feel a little sad. 
I miss my sisters at Christmas. I miss my parents. That memory I can't regain, but in some way my emotions want to regain that. My my emotions want to have that experience again because that's what Christmas meant to me. Even though for 30 years I've got a daughter who's 31, I've been doing my own Christmases. But in my mind, when I get close to Christmas, I think about 30 people in my house and aunts and uncles and grandparents and extended family. And that's what my brain expects to see. And it's different. And I've got to let go of those expectations. And then the fourth thing you can do, reaching out to others and doing something for others is a good way to feel better yourself. If you leave a note for your mail carrier or you leave um, extra tip at restaurants, offering encouragement in any form to other people that maybe are having a rough time. That's one way that you can get out of the blues is when you start thinking of someone else that you can encourage, someone else that you can bless during this holiday season. That's one way through the years, thinking of a couple that you can invite over that maybe they don't have a family or their family's out of state. That's something you can do during this time is reaching out, caring for others, finding a family that you can bless. If you enjoy cooking or baking, baking goods that you can take, I try to feed someone or give gifts to someone every holiday that I feel like would feel blessed. So reach out to others, offer encouragement to other people. That will help you reduce your own loneliness is when you meet with a community of people and you bring joy to someone else. It brings joy and comfort to you. Remember, there's hope in the darkness. Take heart. The good news message of Christ is that he came to give you joy. He came to give you peace. I love the Christmas carols. I love to keep them going during this time. I love the words to the old Christmas carol. Truly, he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break for the slave is our brother. And in his name, all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy. And I want to sing it, but I'm just going to read it. In grateful chorus, raise ye. Let all within us praise his holy name. Christ is the Lord. Oh, praise his name forever. His power and glory evermore proclaim his power and glory evermore proclaim i love the christmas carols and the rich words that are in them that that's oh holy night and i know all of you have heard oh holy night i just love to to hear these old choruses things that my mother used to listen to when i was growing up anything you can do that will remind you to keep the focus on christ to enjoy the good parts of it and let go of any unrealistic expectations, anything that doesn't work for you anymore. You don't have to keep doing what everybody else is doing. Do what works for you. But above all, don't let bitterness or sadness or depression or sad, which is seasonal affective disorder. Don't let anything like that take over and take the place of Christ and Christmas. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Give a smile to people. Give a smile to your children. Be sure to walk. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Not the strict standard of the Lord is our strength or doing everything perfect is our strength. The joy is our strength. So spread joy every way that you can 
during this holiday season. Season, Find ways that will make you feel excited about it again. That will make you feel like you're not too stressed out. Skip corners, order food, have it catered, pitch in, have tacos, have Chinese food, whatever it is. Don't try to do the things that make it just a drudgery for you. Do something fun and don't forget the joy and the reason for the season. And it's all about the Lord. It's all about Him coming to earth. And don't lose that, the true spirit of Christmas and the true joy of Christmas. Reach out. Let somebody know if you're feeling sad this season. Don't be afraid. Come to church. If you want to feel happy, come to church. We're having church through this whole season. We're going to have great services and you're going to leave feeling encouraged. You're going to leave having fellowship. The family of God is the best family on earth. There's some things that only happen in the altar. There's some things that only happen in church. There's a lot of families that have discord. And I would tell my kids if they would just come to church, because when you pray together as a family, when you worship together, God melts your heart. When you come to church and you're faithful to church, the Lord would deal with you. The, the Lord will make you go across the aisle and ask for forgiveness and hug and pray with someone that you're having trouble with. So don't neglect the house of God and your family will be more functional. Your family will be more loving. Your family will have more togetherness when you put Christ first in everything that you do. And I want to encourage you to not neglect your prayer life, your Bible reading, your attendance to church. In even the darkest of times, even when you feel the blues or even when there's stress in the world, put Christ first in every part of your life. Start the new year out the same way, putting Christ first, and you're going to find joy. 